welcome to the life of a global desi a podcast that connects like-minded desis all over the globe by conforming to stereotypes and breaking them introducing desi versus globe as desis when we travel live and work abroad we often experience a whole new reality contrary to the one that we used to let's deep dive into these differences across various aspects of life We explore topics like driving, weddings, education in a Desi versus Globe context and also topics like shopping, sports, money and much more. The idea is not to say that one way of living is better or worse, right or wrong, but the attempt is to understand the underlying historical context, socio-economic structures, government policy and cultural nuances that lead to such varied results overall and ultimately what can we learn from both contexts. So stay curious and keep listening. On to our episode now. Hey everyone, this is Archana recording from Michigan, United States. And this is Aarti recording from Medellin, Colombia. And welcome to yet another episode of Life of a Global Desi. In today's episode of Desi vs. Globe, uh, let's talk about essential work around the house, daily household chores that we need for survival. You know, like roti, kapda, makan. These are fundamentally different experiences in India and in abroad, at least for me, they were. <laughs> Um so as the whole world is cooped up at home due to the lockdown and the mandatory quarantine thanks to coronavirus which means we are spending a lot more time indoors uh the idea of household chores just becomes that much more important <laughs> i guess absolutely as a result yeah we have put like a magnifying glass on all these tasks that now need to be done around the house to run a home yes we've realized all this about household chores as arthi said uh because we are spending a majority of our time at home and a very interesting phenomena that we see playing out on social media these days is something that we've all seen on our feeds right social media is ripe with updates about everyone doing household chores um you know cooking has obviously become humble brag i'm baking bread or i'm doing the dishes and i actually saw one uh one update about rants of not really having a maid or you know household house help in their building which is quite shocking but but also understandable given just you know how how it is when people think about house help and yeah or even like the internet meme that has gone like crazy viral right yeah. like uh, i don't know if <laughs> any of you have seen the k3g <laughs> tune uh internet meme when the bai is coming back home after the quarantine ending and the and the it's like a bachelor pad boy who runs out to greet her out of joy 100%. so yeah it's similar feelings yeah <laughs> and you also see a lot of celebrities suddenly posting videos about um oh look at me doing the dishes or look at me doing jhadu pocha which is um obviously bizarre but also If you think about it these are mostly people who've never done a single chore in their life right and so for some of us this suddenly feels like a sense of accomplishment doing any single chore right cooking cleaning mm-hmm. doing the dishes like a unique experience for sure this is a unique experience and because novelty that's what we try sharing on social media right oh look at me doing this or experiencing something 
for the different first time. and something for the first time yeah exactly if you think about it all of these household chores right uh, cooking cleaning doing the dishes making your bed are often performed miraculously by people who we take completely for granted are mm-hmm. almost and people who are almost invisible to us and the work that they do is invisible namely our mothers maybe grandmothers wives uh, you know husbands in some case obviously but house help maids laundry man dhobi etc and i just noticed that was the first time you mentioned like the masculine gender the laundry man or the dhobi that's everyone true. everyone <laughs> else on that list were all female so yeah something else that says about our society and general outlook about who does these um you know ungrateful uh, tasks that at labors of love mostly 100% in most cultures 100% right yeah. and this is not just in a certain society but this is world over this is an observation obviously and none of these tasks these uh, you know so called so called like essential have to be done tasks are considered productive from an economic standpoint no one's getting paid to do this and and economists often classify this as labor of love this is not something uh mm-hmm. you know you don't get paid for putting food on the table you don't get paid for doing the dishes you don't get paid like these are just things you have to do to live a life right and this really goes to prove how like how neglected household chores really can be at least the people who do it and how little we think about it especially when it's just done automatically right so we want to bring attention to this aspect mm-hmm. of our life uh and both in india and outside of india so it'll be interesting to see what the yes. what the a uh, contrast of both of contrast. that is right and since mm-hmm. for a lot of us who may have lived in both places but also just lived in one place and and really want to learn about hey you know curious about what it might be like outside of where you live and so india i feel like the main difference in household chores in india is that most people in the middle class of india can afford house mm-hmm. help and i don't know if that's a more recent phenomena but that is definitely the case in india yep when um but when you think about the global north or other developed nations uh you know particularly the united states europe uh you know obviously australia new zealand you more often than not are doing your household chores on your own in a capitalistic economy productivity is key so so being productive uh as a human obviously means that a lot of these menial tasks i mean menial in quotes obviously but also just these unproductive tasks are mechanized right so you mm-hmm. often have a machine doing a lot of these household chores right um so that you can focus your intellect elsewhere so things are a lot more mechanized or automated and the labor labor human labor is more expensive so you can't often hire household help or house help like in india mm-hmm. and not just in india even in countries like colombia like where i am right now brazil singapore like i've heard stories from friends mm-hmm. there and like quite a f- few other asian countries or uh, developing economies have a culture of hiring house helps because um it's relatively affordable but it also helps the economy i guess trickle down if you believe in that myth mm-hmm. uh, is that's how it plays out yeah uh, because society at least uh you know from an economic standpoint and a capitalistic society you almost want people specialized in their tasks right so it's almost if you have the skill to do a certain job you continue to keep doing that job which is uh mm-hmm. you know equivalent to i mean the, the work that you do is equivalent to the productivity that that you you know have 
so i think mm-hmm. societies benefit from that and economies benefit from that level of specialization so speaking of household chores it brings us to like what kind of household chores are actually outsourced in countries that i was referring to um i guess we can broadly classify it into um food clothes and how home upkeep <laughs> which in hindi translates to roti kapda or makan very popular right? saying in india right <laughs> or i think it's a bollywood phrase yes if sure. you're a big uh it's bollywood man it's amitabh bachchan yeah <laughs> but um yeah but now when we talk about roti here or food um i guess we mean okay what happens in indian households when it comes around food in in most indian families moms are usually the ones who do all the cooking who then that's why ma ke hath ka bana khana <laughs> which is mom the food made by mom's hand which is unparalleled and tastes nothing else like anything Compares. else in the world um but a close second uh, especially for bachelor pads in india um is didi ke hath ka bana khana which is the house help mm. and uh, most young bachelors uh, have house helps who help around with not just cooking but also all other motherly tasks that you know need to get done around the house like pampering them taking care of the laundry cleaning the house and so on and so forth yeah and i guess arti is um, saying house helps i don't know why she's saying that because this there's multiple people right it's not just one but obviously that's incorrect arti sometimes <laughs> yeah okay no what whatever Come on. double income families <laughs> i said house help what about what about people like what about full fledged families right folks or say like both husband and wife yeah, are working well, i suppose that's also a lot of i feel like it depends in younger uh, couples like, like urban where couples. both uh yeah urban couples mm-hmm. uh with double income families both the husband and wife are working you have full time cooks for all three meals um and you know you have a uh, household for like nanny tasks and chores and mm-hmm. other things like that as well so they're pretty much like full time in house and very uh, specialized yeah. tasks right you and might have one cook yeah <laughs> to like do the chopping the other one to like mix all the yes. food or make the rotis which is so interesting just make just the rotis and yeah it's so interesting how in india you can hire people for very specific tasks Absolutely. like you can hire two or three different house helps for someone for just doing the cleaning and someone else for just doing the cutting and someone else for just doing the watering of the plants because <laughs> i've seen that happen oh, and in, the dusting you know, at our places where and the dusting yes of course dusting and it's so interesting like in india like it's like it's a necessity it's an everyday necessity to do these things but sticking to the food aspect of it most young people uh, living in india depend on either curry points which are like um, affordable places that give you like handmade homemade curries and things like that and often the house help you know helps with rotis or sometimes even that's bought um but even and eating in india is still like quite affordable uh, so you can afford to eat out every day almost at curry points yep. uh, of course this does not um, apply to all middle class some especially bachelors or young people mm-hmm. those working in corporates are the most spoiled when it comes to this because they get almost two or all three of their meals in their company yeah and there's like work. a variety so, of and that's like a big spread right you they can literally choose from any cuisine in the world which is insane So yeah so like these bachelors probably would uh, prefer to eat out over the weekend but like during the week it's not like they don't have house help they do hire house help but it's not for cooking So yeah i think like you mentioned affordability of the services is one of the biggest factors why you can outsource a lot of the food making a lot of the um uh, aspects around food 
I think the biggest shift someone makes in mindset and adjustment that they have to make to is when they move outside of India. So I'm definitely going to share my experience around that and what I've seen in uh, in that aspect. So how do you how do you keep yourself alive, right? It's the food. So as soon as you move out of India, that's the biggest worry of anyone who's moving outside. So families back home, particularly your mothers or grandmothers are absolutely fretting about you being able to feed yourself because they don't have any faith in your abilities to do so because they've literally never seen you make yes. a full meal right <laughs> absolutely that was like my case till very recently also like even though i have lived abroad like um this time around when i was coming half my suitcase was literally just indian masalas <laughs> and then my grandma until very recently um i didn't have a cooker and like every call with her would involve her worrying about did you get a cooker yet did you find a cooker yet and like, because indian food because is cooker. most countries don't use cookers and like you need a pressure cooker uh the pressure cook cooker everything. not the electric one the mm. pressure cooker to cook so many things so yeah i totally relate to that yeah and young adults here if you typically as a student if you're coming here you you start cooking for the first time when you move outside, outside of home because uh you know that's just how it is which is uh you know we'll we'll dive into why that is obviously but students who live with roommates maybe you know typically are enthusiastic about learning how to cook or starting to cook your first meal and also depends a lot on what other nationality your roommate is and if they're experimental about indian food and vice versa so you know you start seeing students cooking a little bit but i also know a lot of younger couples here uh you know friends who eat out pretty regularly that's a very common thing almost 3 to 4 times a week because cooking after a long day's work can be quite a pain and if there's mm-hmm. no one at home really making you that hot and delicious meal like your mom or your grandmom you you're pretty much like you know i'm just going to order in or take out and you know lunch is usually an eat from a food truck sort of gig or your standard tech company gig like you mentioned even in india right what started off with google providing free food is now table stakes across all tech companies so it's almost like you will accept the job offer if you know the company has great food um and when it comes to nuclear families most indian families with kids will cook at home uh, because i think by that time your you want to start leading a very healthy lifestyle you also want to be good at you know good with your money because obviously let's admit it eating out is expensive uh, and not the healthiest choice uh, but we've also noticed some families um you know who again are double income and both partners are working you have maybe a cook that comes on a very per hour basis in the US who can come and cook and make a few dishes for you a couple of times a week you can also get rotis from the nearest indian store or you know this cook usually also cooks rotis else you can obviously invest like i said going back to the mechan- mechanized and autom- automatic um aspect of a developed nation you can also invest a couple of thousand dollars and buy the rotimatic which is obviously designed <laughs> i've actually seen this yeah and so yeah. for those of you who have not seen it which i think must be very few people eh, this is a machine a massive like microwave style uh, sized machine which was invented and designed by an indian in singapore because they missed rotis from home so you literally put in the atta water and everything and it it spits out rotis which is incredible they're pretty decent like we eat in those like on its own i think on it's pretty cool i think it's um, fantastic yeah necessity is the mother of For invention sure. yeah some <laughs> of our friends <laughs> in uh, in silicon valley have this and swear by it which is great now yes. <laughs> with food the other thing that comes is 
washing the dishes, right? Doing the dishes, like how are you going to do that? So, in the U.S., obviously, doing dishes is uh, you know most houses have a dishwasher. I don't think I've seen a single house without a dishwasher because I think this is pretty standard uh, fare in in the U.S. But I do feel like most Indians like wash their own dishes by hand. Yeah, because at <laughs> that point, it's almost like because you know you've just grown up with the mentality of wait, if I'm if I have to rinse the dishes and load the dishwasher, like might as well just wash the dish, you know? Wash <laughs> like, the dish because exactly, yeah, exactly my point. Which is crazy. Like, but obviously, if you have like too many. dishes and you have four people in the house it's better to just use a dishwasher at the yeah end it's day. better to use a right. dishwasher but like in india though like i don't remember ever having done dishes except for like when the maid wouldn't come home like we all would make it a fun game to like do the dishes as kids yeah. but the first time i ever had to do dishes was definitely after um coming come you know coming to live abroad the first time i did it was also like coming to colombia first time around in 2013 so that was a long time ago but You know how to do dishes because everyone in the house took turns to do the dishes, yeah. and I did too. So yeah, because in India you pretty yeah. much take it for granted, right? You just keep piling up dishes in the sink, saying that oh, there is a person whose job it is at the end of the day or beginning of the next day to mm-hmm. do all the dishes, including a single spoon, which now you think is bizarre because you're just like I have to wash yes. everything because you know now you're judicious about like how you use your dishes so you minimize everything. So that's the roti piece of it. Yep. Uh, let's move on to clothes we wear, right? Which is kapda. <laughs> so <laughs> in India, we have thobi wala, thobi wala bhaiya, or the person who comes home once a week, uh, usually on a bicycle <laughs> with a bag. I'm sure now it's motorcycle. Actually, not like a. Ba- yeah, actually now it's uh, it's upgraded to motorcycle. But like my early memories are like you know a cycle, and like they come with this bag which is like a bed sheet. It's not a bag; it's a sheet bedspread that they use to make a little um, portly, you know, travel like portly. a sack. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't find a <laughs> English word for that. Just yeah, a sack. So innovative. Um, and then. And then they, yeah, and then they uh, fill it with clothes. It's like a Santa on bicycle. It's like <laughs> the sack of dirty clothes. Pretty, <laughs> sack of dirty clothes, and it comes back with folded clothes by the end of the week, which Amazing. is just like wow. Yeah. And uh, they they pretty much paid like um, on per item, like per it, uh, number of clothings, and you it's like dirt cheap. It's like every article of clothing costs just a few cents um, to iron. Mm-hmm. Um, Or like so, Dobi Bhaiya Bhaiya takes the clothes like that, but we also have another Bhaiya for ironing, and uh, this person pretty much takes like washed clothes in a big fluffed up bag sack and like brings it back completely mm, ironed. That's true. And uh, an entire week's clothing, uh, ironing uh, clothes takes about a little over a dollar or two, which is like super affordable, right? And we need ironing more than um, like washing because. Washing now in India has uh, been taken over by the washing machine revolution, yeah. where everyone in the middle class owns either a semi-automatic or an automatic washing machine, right? So what needs to be outsourced more is ironing clothes in India because we wear a lot of cotton clothes mm. uh, in India because of the weather, and that definitely requires ironing. And I miss that from living abroad. I know, which is a totally different case. A hundred percent. I I miss the crisp cotton clothes that come back ironed, and you're just like, wow, this is a miracle. <laughs> No, but what I miss is like not having to iron synthetic clothes in uh, while abroad because all our formals are usually just exactly, washed. Exactly, yeah. which is a hundred percent the case with me because my least favorite job of this clothes kapda part is ironing them, and I that's 
I mean, I will do anything. I will wash dishes. I will clean bathrooms. I will do whatever. But I will. I hate ironing clothes. <laughs> so I have almost exclusively stopped wearing natural fibers, which is hundred percent cotton or silk clothes, because in the US, because. You know, it's such a bummer because all my clothes are artificial fiber now, which is horrible for the environment and obviously not sustainable. But I'm far too lazy and choose convenience over being a conscious consumer about fabrics, which is mm. sad. Um, but I also have a capsule wardrobe, which means you know it's all like under forty to fifty items, which really takes away all the decisioning and ironing, most importantly, and washing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like you mentioned, in the US, obviously, um, you know most. cities so if you're obviously living in a big city like new york or boston or downtown right uh, homes are smaller apartments are smaller so you may not have maybe an in building washing machine washer or dryer you may not have an in unit washer or dryer which dryer which uh, is pretty common in bigger suburban areas or apartment mm-hmm. complexes you have something called laundromats Right, public laundromats yeah. where you literally take all your clothes in a sack, like the Dhobi Baya. <laughs> in this case, you're the you're the Santa, uh, and then you walk up to the closest laundromat and uh, wash your clothes and then dry your clothes. Uh, and we've all like seen this yeah. in Friends, right? And that laundromat laundromat episode where you where... laundromat episode. You know, the first time yeah. I had to do it, this was after coming to the US. In my hostel, I was living at the hostel on campus, and the ground floor was the basement was the laundromat, mm-hmm. uh, and. This tiny anecdote. I, I didn't know like which one was the washer and which one was the dryer, <laughs> and I ended up putting soap in the dryer. <laughs> Dude, that sucks. I'm sure the person who came next to you was like cursing you. No, I freaked out because I realized that this this one, which is like circular and vertical, uh, does not do the. <laughs> Yeah, and it's totally understandable. Wait, like was... now we're laughing about it, but dude, it's genuinely confusing. Like I was so confused. Time. If someone yeah. doesn't shoot, and I told the resident advisor, yeah. and then she was like, "Oh, that's okay," and she was very nice about it because I'm like an international student and I'm like fresh off the boat, yeah. and I'm like, "How does this thing, this technology, piece of technology, work?" Mm. And I was feeling so bad that I ruined it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, so, you know, something similar happened to me. I obviously didn't put detergent detergent in the dryer. Uh, I don't know, obviously, but like I luckily didn't do that. But I put all my clothes in high heat, and all of them became two sizes smaller. Mm. And I was like, dude, this is yeah, really that's... sad. But but yeah, yeah that but happens. Of course, right? in winters, I love the high heat because I love after the. you know laundry comes back putting them on the bed and then rolling yeah, in them for sure and this whole concept of roll press in india right which is a thing for sarees because a lot of indian women wear sarees yeah. right and it's a because it's a massive like 6 yard uh, piece of cloth uh, cotton usually or silk or whatever and you need that but in the us it's impossible because like our grandmother who lives here she doesn't wear any of these like cotton or silk Sarees anymore in the US because it's a pain. Who's going to sit and iron it? So she also switched to like synthetics. Yeah, versus sending it off. Yeah, to absolutely. Absolutely. So I don't know what women do here if they don't. I'm sure there is some Indian role press person. <laughs> Thinking about like just household chores, right? I think the biggest one out of them all is keeping the house clean. Yep. The makan aspect of yeah, you can figure out um, food, you can figure out clothes, but how do you keep the house clean? You have to do it. Yes, exactly. And um, so if if you're middle class or upper middle class, you most probably have house help uh, to do the house cleaning. And in our house, though, um, like dusting is something that we still do ourselves. Which really? is really I don't know why it's just <laughs> something. I think yeah. dad does it. Mom says. <laughs> 
no no mom, mom does, does it, it. <laughs> dad does the ironing yeah which i find dad very bizarre this... like why is there so much of dust like you will dust it this in the morning and by evening there's again a film of dust which is amazing like where is all this dust coming from yeah you could clean the house twice and still not have the house clean um i think it's just something about indian the air. air i'm not sure like in depends on where you live in the city as well right i feel like the army Contourments still a lot greener, so a little mm. less dustier. But like main city areas, it's like normal pollution, lot more dust. It's just yeah, and a lot of construction. It, India is like being built, right? So there's a lot of construction everywhere. So I guess cement and dust. Uh, so like you, we do have her like house help for like um everything from sweeping and mopping the floor. The amount that the house help gets paid totally depends on the number of tasks that they'll be doing um on monthly basis. Sometimes it's like just for mopping this much, just for oh, cleaning. Oh yeah, like I said, like going back to the specialized tasks, right? So for cleaning the house, traditionally, like we use a broom and a cloth in India, and although the maid is like our maid right now has graduated to like a stick mop or like a broom recently. Thank God for that, uh, because otherwise, real cleaning like is backbreaking work. You're bent over like all the time, and it's like doing squats, right? And Weirdly enough, even though we've had a vacuum cleaner in our house, we have barely ever used it. We must have used it. We sometimes use it like once in a year to like express clean the windows and things like that with the jet function. But otherwise, we have never used a vacuum cleaner in the house. Like unless it is, you know, for some specialized task. Yeah, and I remember this do, was like, cleaning the carpet. Some or random door to door sales guy had sold us this vacuum cleaner. Some like I don't know, fifteen years ago, maybe twenty years ago. and um like you said because we take it for granted that there is a maid who comes and does this back breaking cleaning every day every single day sometimes twice a day uh we just don't use the vacuum cleaner unfortunately it's very weird but in the US and other developed nations vacuuming is definitely the way to go uh not by choice but just that's just how you do it because there's really no one who's coming and cleaning your house for you uh on a daily basis at least you vacuum at least a you know a couple of times a month depending on how dirty your house gets if it's carpeted versus if you have wooden floors um also vacuuming is my second favorite or uh, no no second least least second least favorite job so i try to find other people who can do this for me like arthi or nikhil <laughs> also depends yes, on what vacuum cleaner you have i mean if it's like one of those super powerful dyson vacuum cleaners i'll probably give it a shot but the normal ones i don't and for the mop in the us and other developed nations you have this brand called swiffler which is literally like a stick mop um and i remember at one point one of us at home had seen this on like the HSN TVC tele shopping commercials they're like we need to get that because that cleans everything <laughs> but um like lately you know for once once or twice a month you can also get um a cleaning lady or a cleaning service yeah. to come and clean do a deep clean of your bathrooms and kitchen uh and even vacuuming if you want uh but as you can imagine uh this is a pretty expensive affair uh you need to usually pay them by the hour prices obviously vary across the different cities regions in the US uh like for example Boston New York San Francisco probably are you know run anywhere from like 100 bucks 100 dollars for a couple of hours to other cities which might be cheaper so if you think about it it's like you're paying that much money to a maid for a whole month right in India so that's crazy the other thing is you know when you think about your home obviously but then another place that you need cleaning is your car uh 
in the US, like I said, most things are mechanized. You have automatic car washes. Um, you know, once or twice a month, you can, depending on how OCD you are about keeping a clean car, you can do that. Uh, it's super fun sitting yeah, in the car. Yeah, and in India, we have them like every day. Oh, yeah. Because we have a car, car cleaning, cleaning person come every day. It comes early in the morning the to dust it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the other thing I found really bizarre in uh, developed nations and obviously the US that I saw was seasonal housework, right? So in fall, you're raking a lot of leaves. In the winter, you're clearing the snow from your driveway. In spring, you're, you know, doing gardening or cleaning or summer yard work. Um, a lot of people do this themselves, especially you get a really yeah. good workout for this. But you can also, I suppose, hire help uh, to do all of these things, which again yeah, can add I'm up. Yeah, I'm just thinking about, I'm thinking about like the ways in which the COVID has affected all those people who work in the service and uh, in the blue collar labor market Um just just yep. in that sector yep. in that segment absolutely and uh it i i think about like the house help i have here in colombia and i absolutely miss our house help who is this very lovely lady who shares like tales about her teenage daughter every time she comes home while cleaning and we have like small chats like that and every week she used to make my bed in a different way by folding the sheets differently or laying out of out the pillows in different patterns and that was like the most exciting thing for me to like come back to my room to see it's pick and span and every time I thank her to say that oh this is so beautiful or like this is so well done and I love how you do it every time she always used to say lo hice con mucho amor which is I did with a lot of love <laughs> and I really miss that um, yeah while in the about meantime how... I'm making my own bed thanks for sharing that Aarti <laughs> with no, no specialized my own bed, bed folding what I'm telling you oh poor you oh yeah oh you're saying <laughs> yeah now I don't but yeah you kind it's of it's not a big deal time. you can that make your sense. own bed please <laughs> I do I do make my own bed now and uh, no but I'm just saying like that's it's a very diff it's a stark contrast that I see with India where in India I feel like work is very seg- segregated mm-hmm. and um, there's also like deep-rooted casteism that is ingrained, right? Like here I can be like really good friends with our house help. And even in our house back home in India, like we are uh, pretty close to them when it comes to festivals or like giving them gifts on festivals and things like that. But you can see in very subtle ways um, how casteism still is a very... Uh, in the fact that most house helps um, in most households uh, enter the house from the back door and not from the front door. Uh, They have a different set of utensils. If you have a back door, (laughs) yeah, that's true. (laughs) Not in apartments. Not in apartments. But they also use like different utensils to eat and drink from. Which Which is bizarre. uh, Which is bizarre. Like, yeah. And it's, it's just centuries and centuries of just deep-rooted, deep-seated casteism and beliefs that even after so many years of reform, we have not been able to overcome. And there's mm-hmm. still apathy for menial labor in Indian society. Mm. And as a society, we do not embrace dignity of labor in the same way. Uh, even if we do, it does not go beyond like uh, chai pani ka paisa for the parking lot guy like who's actually giving you parking tickets or not. Yeah. Or like teaching uh, teaching the maids' kids something, right? I mean, maybe English or like helping them with some schoolwork if their kids are like with them while they're working. And yeah, but even that's job. very different and like detached, right? Like uh, very yeah. few households have I seen the house help be actual family members, be treated like actual family members. And that's yeah. very rare in India. There yeah. is a very stark difference um, 
between what role they play in the household and otherwise. And then this very deep-rooted casteism also flows into the way kids in India are often mollycoddled and uh, thanks to the army of invisible hands that do all the work from making their bed as soon as they wake up in the morning to bring them a glass of water and so on, right? Uh, and it's it ha- starts from a very young age that they are conditioned to be that way and behave that way. Yeah, absolutely. But in contrast, uh, you know, when you think about young adults who grow up uh, outside of India, uh, kids at a very young age learn how to participate in household chores, right? Uh, the fact that dignity of labor is a very uh, known concept. It is a very inherent concept where you're doing your own work. It is not looked down upon in order to be an individual, an independent individual. You need to learn how to survive. That includes cooking food, doing your own laundry, and uh, keeping your surroundings clean. And in most cases... Yeah, these are like life skills. Yeah, these are life skills. These are not uh, skills that are unproductive or not, you know, you don't get paid for it, so why should I Mm -hmm. know it? These are, like you said, life skills to be able to lead a good life, right? Um, And in most cases, kids earn their pocket money by doing chores around the house, Mm -hmm. which really makes them extremely independent from a very young age. And these are just... um, important skills like we discussed to have in life so Mm -hmm. so yeah that's one of the biggest uh you know things that i've definitely noticed in terms of contrast of how uh, how household chores are treated in india versus outside of india and hopefully during this time of lockdown when each and every one of us is at home and we've put a magnifying glass to these household chores every individual in the family right man woman child young old no matter who you are, has a newfound respect for household chores and really understands the hours and hours of labor that goes into setting up a hot, delicious meal. Um, you know, having well laundered clothes ready for you at the end of your mm-hmm. be- at the edge of your bed, right, to wear, uh, and keeping your living spaces clean and hygienic, be it in India or outside of it. And I think that's what we're all experiencing and seeing on social media play out as well. Yeah, and that's what this episode was about, guys. Um, share your experience with us about household chores in India or outside of India. If you agree, disagree, or would like to add something or confirm with what we just shared. Absolutely. And uh, as always, uh, stay curious and keep listening and peace out. Hey, Desis. If you enjoyed this episode, then please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you're listening to podcasts. And drop us a note on lifeofaglobaldesi at gmail.com or our social media to keep up this awesome dialogue. Oh, and don't forget to give us a five-star rating. You're so cheap. Why are you asking them for (laughs) five-star ratings? Well, I always ask for the rating I want, not the one I have. You know, like dress for the job you want, not the one you have. That's like the stupidest thing I've heard all day. Arti, you're so judgmental. You need to stop being judgmental. I just think you can't be so demanding. That's all. You ask for what you want. (laughs) Bleh.